0: Hashtag Packwatch episode 34. I'm Zach Jewell here with co-host Jack Witter. We got a game seven tonight. That we do. And this is going to determine a lot. Will the Heat be the first team ever to blow a 3-0 lead? And that's all we're going to talk about today, I think. Maybe a little preview into the finals. And a little bit of hockey. I mean, I think... I think the Knights win tonight, hot take, and then go and then
1: lose in four to the Panthers like normal. Win in five against the Panthers. Okay.
0: Um, so let's go straight into the topic of the day. When we recorded last, uh, the Heat were up three zero, 0 and that was interesting, uh, to say the least. I, I don't really know how. This happens, man. I mean, I watched Game 6. I saw what happened. I saw that Derek White shot at the end. I saw Al Horford foul Jimmy Butler. I thought that was the end. But wow. It's not. And now they're going back to Boston, and the spread is minus 7.5 for Boston. I I think we need to give Jimmy Butler a little more respect than 7.5 points.
1: Yeah. Frankly, I I would take Miami outright. Okay. I don't know if I'm taking Miami outright. I, I we, look the momentum No no home, home think court, about it like think about it. The Celtics, you know, as soon as they went down 3-0, they got this burst of energy, you know? Like yeah. They they were fighting for their lives. But every game since game four, they've regressed. They've looked worse and worse and worse. Correct. I do
0: think they're I, I think you know for example, this, this game six game, you know the heat were shooting terribly, right? And and it was like a 10-point game for the mm-hmm. mo- for most of the game, right? Like this should have been a blowout of some sorts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 4 minutes left, they're down by 10 and somehow they come back into the game like that that that's unacceptable. Yep. Um so I do agree with that, but I also you, you have to look at the momentum. The Celtics have everything on their side. They have home court, they they just won, they've won 3 games in a row. Jimmy Butler's tired. Um yeah, I know Caleb Martin's playing phenomenal, okay? Bio is not playing the great in The last three games bio has not played great um, And You know Jason Tatum just had a great game After you know not playing well The first four games Maybe even like four and a half games of the series mm-hmm. So you, you got the momentum Riding for you so I think it's hard for them To lose but I am interested to see what What happens
1: I think there's something to be said about the math of it Where is it really How possible is it to beat A really good Miami team Four times in a row versus three times in a row. I think it's possible. I, I think it's very... I, I mean... I mean, it's, maybe, it's, it's one game at this point. What's the? Yeah, exactly. What's the difference between three games and four games?
0: A lot. I don't... Home. I mean, if they were it playing gets, in Miami, gets, I think it's... It gets it's
1: exponentially huge. harder each time. It's like a geometric series. It like, Yeah, but both pl- both skill levels of the players are going down.
0: Like, t- like fatigue sets in at some point.
1: Uh, and, you know, frankly, I feel like... Miami has more of that that dog in him. Okay, that I agree with that. I think the
0: culture of Miami they want to win this game more. I mean, this tarnishes Jimmy Butler's rep.
1: Like no no no. no. Did,
0: I think it does. hundred you have to close out
1: a the series. If, look. Jimmy Butler, if they if Miami had lost one of those first three games of the series, mm-hmm. you know, nobody would be hating on them if they lost in six or seven. Correct. Even if they went up two one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I agree. But since they went up three zero, in what I think is a little bit of a fluke, I don't think it was a three zero worthy series at that point. It was definitely a two one series okay. in either direction. Um, I don't think Jimmy Butler can be blamed for um, his team. I don't think they will, but losing four straight closeout games um, when he's not even doesn't even have his you know one of his co stars and um, you know Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero.
0: But but you have to you have to close out the games when like you can't let Boston. There there were multiple times. I mean in uh, uh, Game Five where they could have won this game, they could have ran away with it, and they didn't. They let Boston and you know Jimmy Butler. As much as we're you know saying how good Jimmy Butler is, Game Five he did not play well. Game Five he dropped like like he was like nine points through three quarters like we're looking at a guy that is the star of your team and he he, and if he's not living up to what he needs to or like to the star that he is they lose they're losing games and i understand it's not all jimmy butler's you know job but he doesn't have that guy that he can rely on like jason tatum has in jalen brown he doesn't if he if jimmy butler plays bad their team loses yeah if jason tatum plays bad has like 17 points 15 points Jalen Brown picks up the slack.
1: If if we're going to be talking about, you know, legacy and, you know, responsibility for this series, I firmly believe Jimmy Butler won game six. Like, you know, he hit those free throws. He put them up, and it took, you know, Max Strews falling asleep for Derek Roth to get the tip in. Yeah, but, the, I mean, Pause, that's, ba- that's basketball. That's basketball. That's basketball, for real. You can't. But you, No, I, don't don't mock me. You can't. You can't.
0: You know, those fluke plays, those luck plays, they happen, you know? But Jimmy Butler put his team in a position. Like, to you, Jim, the shot that Jimmy Butler had on Al Horford, I mean, he knew. he, Dude, he just took advantage of Al Horford being close to him and just threw the ball. He he, he wasn't even aiming to go, have the ball go in the basket, bro. Like, um, you, you take advantage of those plays, and that's what Derek White did and Jimmy Butler did. Now I do think that, you know... Miami in a sense deserved to win that game, you know, being down ten with four minutes left and coming back and you know, having the lead with that with, with three seconds left. But it happens, I guess. And and now they're in a really tough spot with the momentum on the Celtics, and it's really going to come down to Jimmy Butler and the role players. Cause Jimmy Butler can have a good game and they can lose. Mm-hmm. I, but Jason Tatum can have a good This is this is the difference. Jason Tatum can have a good can't have a good game and lose in this series. He drops 30 points they win
1: mm-hmm. every
0: single time. Not nine times out of 10. Jimmy Butler goes in there and scores 30 points they still lose a lot of those games. You know, the help that he's getting from Caleb Martin this series is is great, but I don't know if it's enough with how Bam's playing how you know Struess played last game he played well in the in the in the first three games but this is gonna we're gonna see some this is gonna be interesting because we're seeing some guys um that don't get minutes on the heat that have been getting minutes uh last game we saw like Omar Stevenson I think who who got like three minutes per game and he's playing significant playoff minutes mm-hmm. these guys need to show up or you know it's gonna be game seven so I expect Miami starters to be out basically the entire game
1: I, you know, I think Jimmy Butler for the for games four, five, and six wasn't really in the killer mentality. You know, he's been kind of foul baiting and uh, hasn't been the best effort out there. I don't think he feels like his back against the wall. Now, game seven, do or die. I feel like we're going to see a Jimmy Butler explosion this game. I mean, like I see, I see
0: the idea. And I do think that we could see Jimmy Butler win, like playing very well. But I don't see them winning. I see, I see Boston winning. I don't want it to happen. I would love the Heat to win, um, but but also if the Heat win, they will lose in five to the Nuggets. Boston will lose in five or six. I think Boston could win that series. I don't think they can. I think if we're looking at teams, I, Boston has underperformed in the playoffs. It is like a hundred, in my opinion. Maybe
1: they're just not. No, as I, good
0: as we think no i know they they're definitely as good as we think they're definitely as good as we think they're just not playing up to what they they're not playing up to you know how good they are brogdon's been hurt it, it's been it's been tough but they come into game 7 they win this game they have the, they have momentum obviously the nuggets have have had time to relax and rest and recoup but i think the celtics i think the celtics give some problems to jokic and the nuggets i think they Look, win in 6 so
1: assuming the celtics win which is what is projected to happen by i think it will happen most people think about this the nuggets played 5 games round 1 they played 6 games round 2 round 2 4, four games, games round yes. 3 the celtics have played 6, six games seven seven, 7 7 yeah that's a so lot of games so the celtics are going to have played 20 games by the time against the nuggets plus the nuggets will have 4 days plus of rest. A, weeks a week's week plus of rest. rest, yeah. That
0: is that is true.
1: In Denver for the first two games with the altitude. I mean, well, it's it's a legitimate thing. Uh-huh. And it just after what look, frankly, I thought the Lakers were going to win the Nuggets series cuz they had cuz they had Anthony Davis defensively. Mm-hmm. And Jokic he didn't shred Anthony Davis one-on-one, but the problems he created the playmaking ability he had. Made kind of Anthony Davis players. kind of ineffective yeah, correct. defensively. Mm-hmm. I don't really think Robert Williams or Al Horford Time Lord, is going to slow him down. And, you know, the Boston perimeter defense has been bad. I mean...
0: Yeah, and it's surprising because their, their perimeter defense is supposed to be one of yeah. their, their strengths. It has not been good in the playoffs. But, you know, I don't know if we're going to see... Um, I don't know what we're going to see. I think, you know, if the Heat win this game tonight, they're going to be exhausted. In the, and I don't think they can recover like the Celtics can. Mm-hmm. I They have a lot of, like, solid role players on the Heat team, but they don't have that guy in besides Jimmy Butler. And I mm-hmm. think that's a big problem in the finals um, when, you know, there are three Nuggets players that can put up 30 points in a day. Mm-hmm. I can't say the same about the The Heat. Yeah. I can say maybe. I'd say, I mean, even Jimmy Butler's, you know.
1: I I like, I mean, defending Jokic isn't about a one on one thing. It's about a team effort. But I like Bantam Adebayo better against Jokic than Rob Williams, who I feel like has kind of regressed since his injury a little bit. I Um, mean, yeah,
0: but I think either either of these teams, I think the Celtics give the Nuggets a run for their money and the Heat don't. That's. I,
1: I would expect both of them to win. similar amount of games one or two games um in that series okay i would expect Denver to jump out to a 2-0 lead though pretty much in both in both um yeah i i think the celtics are really missing a real point guard to pair with their really talented wings and you're their they're moderately talented bigs um they don't really have a distributor, so sure, it's great when Jason Tatum is cooking and isolating people on the perimeter, and Jalen Brown is attacking closeouts and getting buckets as well. But when that's not working, you need a guy who can. You need someone who can generate pass. looks. No, Smart's no, not bad. No disrespect to Marcus Smart or Malcolm Brogdon, but
0: but you know, there's. <laughs> You know better point guards
1: you got to think about a you know a Damian lillard package if you could do one or uh a...
0: it's it would be tough i mean we'll see what happens in the off season
1: um i mean the celtics have i mean this is so far in the future but the celtics have the pieces to make an, a big move in the off season correct. i feel like
0: um speaking of the off season i you know i'm like D, i'm like top 1 D'Angelo russell hater i think
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i mean he's asking for 100 million dollars He's he's asking for a max card. and
1: the Lakers are genuinely thinking about it, which just is crazy to me. Um, you've with the with D'Angelo Russell, he got benched at the end of the Nuggets series. Yeah,
0: you can't show up to the playoffs and just disappear. He played well the first series; I'll give it to him. And this, he played all right. He played solid against this, the Warriors. Yeah, he played fine against the Warriors. But right? the
1: Nuggets, they really needed a third guy to step up in that series. Yeah, and they
0: needed someone to play defense. Mm-hmm. And he can't play defense. And then he proceeds to, you know, shoot the ball 10% for I, I four think straight if, games. I think if
1: the Lakers started true that series, they would have taken a couple games off Denver from the jump. Because it was a very... I mean, it was a close sweep. Like, all the games were yeah relatively close. So I think, you know, defensive effort could have been the difference there. I still think, looking back on it, Denver would have won. But, um... You know the Lakers' offseason priority has to be trying to flip D'Angelo Russell for either you know solid role players or a competent point guard. I don't think they're going to get Kyrie for him, but
0: yeah, I don't think Kyrie. I don't think Kyrie would be a good would be good in LA. I think that team. Yeah, I said it. I know. I think that team is would be extremely talented, but there's too much. There's too much. Like at a certain point, you need a a guy who can distribute the ball and you know Kyrie we saw he wanted to get away from LeBron right the whole reason he went to Boston yeah but I
1: don't think he's against it at this point
0: I mean I don't think he is either but but like we saw the Mavericks did not play well when they had two guys who were really good at scoring
1: but you know LeBron isn't necessarily a scorer and Anthony Davis has shown that he's you know perfectly effective correct being a more passive player yeah
0: I mean we'll see I think they're better off I think they're better off getting a you know, a Jalen Brunson type off not that he's available. Yeah, not no, no no like like someone like that, you know, the Knicks, you know, obviously at the time we thought he was overpaid, but mm-hmm. someone in free agency who has been a great role player on a team and they pay him money to come and he steps up in his role. And I and I I'm thinking, you know, off the top of my head, uh guys that could potentially, you know, do that and I'm kinda struggling to find people. But like A guy like Emmanuel Quickly, you know, I'm not saying he's available. I don't think he is. I don't think they're looking to trade him. But, you know, him running the point for that team, you know, I think he he can do something. Or, like, you know, a guy like Mike Conley who can uh, pass first guy, you know. Like, we'll see what happens with the Lakers. But I don't think think – I think they have two years left. Of, like, a solid, being like a, like, making noise.
1: Yeah, I'm worried about LeBron's foot, which was clearly affecting him during the playoffs. Not that he wasn't good in the playoffs, he just was a little um, shaky. Shaky. At times. Especially outside shooting. Um, I I would like to see how the LeBron James of Foot Doctors (laughs) does with him. Uh huh. Um, But, you know, I think the Lakers, you know, if they're able to keep. Some semblance of this core together, make some upgrades. They'll definitely be title contenders. Frankly, um,
0: yeah. Go get a guy like Devin Vassell or Trey Jones.
1: Trey Jones. Yeah.
0: Trey. Yeah. He's played. He played. He played well for the for the Spurs all season. He, he has a good assist to, assist to turnover ratio. Uh, I would assume that with for the right price, you know, understandably the Spurs aren't going to, you know, I mean, the Spurs are a rebuilding team, right? With Victor women, now. So I think for the right price, they'll move any piece except Victor and showhand I think. Yeah. But, um, there's some guys out there that would be good pieces for the Lakers that I think they're going to explore in the off season. Uh, especially the, the unfortunate thing is Le GM is going to ask for some big name. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to work out if they get. Him.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a very interesting off season for not just the Lakers, but for across the league. I feel like. Yeah, we're going to see some movement, uh, a lot of free agents, a lot of teams that need,
0: you know, to start doing something. Like mm-hmm. the Mavericks need to start doing something, or they are, in, they're in trouble. I think the Mavericks are screwed, frankly. I mean, they are. I think you let Kyrie go. I, I don't like I don't think you re-sign Kyrie and I think well I think you sign and trade Kyrie okay you can it. do that but you can't Kyrie cannot play on the same team as Luca next year he's a great player I just don't think it worked we saw it just didn't work and we gave it time it didn't work but
1: no more Christian Wood or Norman Powell yeah we,
0: there's just so many problems with you cannot let Lucas Prime go to waste yeah and that's what they're doing um you know I'd like to see Anthony Simons off the off the off the Blazers. I'd like to see Dame off the Blazers. It won't happen. I think this year is the most likely Dame is off compared to any other
1: year. Yeah, I mean his value is gonna. I mean, his, va- his value is already starting to drop off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but he's bit. still a he's still elite an all- point guard. Yeah. Player. Um, I was really hoping, you know, if the Hornets didn't get at Yama, that the Blazers would. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because I think Webin Yama could be a day one 2010 player. Yeah. Um, and that would you know, that would launch them into postseason contention within a couple of years and you know, you try to serve like you could put together a solid team around old Dame and young Limba and Yama. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. And you know, they had the three overall pick, so they're probably gonna get Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson. I'd say Brandon Miller, I think. I hope the Hornets take Scoot Henderson. I think they'll take Scoot. But, I understand like
0: off topic real quick. I
1: understand like the whole like
0: speculation on, like, will the Hornets stay Scoot Henderson because, you know, they already have LaMelo Ball, but you can't pass. Like, if it wasn't, Vic, if it was anyone else besides Victor Womayama, like, we'd be looking at Sco- Scoot Henderson as another, like, really good, mm-hmm. like, a generational talent.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, I, I mean, I'd be really excited about the prospect of those two guards on the floor at the same time. Um, I don't think in the NBA it's ever a bad thing to have too many guys who can handle the ball. Um. Yeah, you'd probably keep the ball in the mellow's hands most of the time, but you know you can definitely have two threats from the perimeter. And, yeah. Um, I, I mean I'm I'm excited for the Hornets next year somewhat if they make the right choice here. They're gonna be fine. I so, think I think they'll be, they could be a play-in team. But I mean we'll see. Anyway, back to the Blazers. Yeah, Blazers are gonna be. We'll see what happens. We'll Hopefully see. they sell the house. Anyway. Yeah. Um,
0: there's gonna be a lot of selling. And a lot of buying this offseason. Yeah. Like, there is every offseason, but I think there's a lot of teams in, like, win now mode, and there's a lot of teams that are just dead inside that kind of ruined... You know, there were a lot of teams this year that were like, I want Victor Wonyama, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't get him, so mm-hmm. now what? Like, now you gotta... You you know, mm-hmm. you were banking on getting that generational guy. Now you gotta kind of find your footing and then see what you have, see the pieces, see what you want to do. Do you want to rebuild again, or do you want to start buying? And You know, because, like you know you have guys like the the Pistons into have so many young pieces and nothing's really working for them mm-hmm. uh so so we'll see what happens i think that's all we're going to talk about today hockey oh yeah hurricanes
1: hockey. went out sad yeah uh Vegas Panthers
0: and Panthers and 5 in Vegas Vegas
1: is going to win the cup
0: Panthers and 5
1: the prem man I, city uh yeah uh,
0: Leicester got uh, regulated rip Leicester rip rip Leicester they won a couple years ago now they're gone I don't really know enough about the Prem to, to explain that, uh,
1: but... It's like the second time it's ever happened, that yeah. the former winner has been relegated. Something crazy. It's very sad. Okay. Anyway. I'm, I'm Zach Jewell. I'm Jack Witter. And this was Hashtag Packwatch.